2: Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville! Only oh, like the best!
1: Go oh, three of It is It is
2: showtime at Williams Grove Speedway! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime!
3: to
1: sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen,
3: it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is MRN's Wing Nation Weekend, presented by Hefner Racing Products, setting you up for the big race weekend, and well, let's hope we have lots of races contested to set you up for. The weather has just been clobbering yeah. us. But we'll see what happens. Hey, Brad Doty going to join us a little bit later on in the program. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here. And, uh, man, Aaron, this weather is just killing everything. Yes,
0: I, You know, I, I was thinking about it, but almost every year the spring is tough. These yeah. first few months are tough for racetracks, promoters, racers, you name right. it.
3: It seems like, though, some years we'll have, like, California will go all right. Maybe yep. they'll get rain in Pennsylvania. But this year we're getting it everywhere. Yeah. I mean Pennsylvania True. uh Lincoln Lincoln's racing, but Port Royal hasn't been able to get started. Nope. Williams Grove got one in, but then they were rained out last week. Yep. And um and then and then the California. outlaws. California, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. Yeah. It really is.
0: And even that race they got in at Stockton was uh pretty wet and heavy.
3: Yeah, it was a wet and heavy racetrack. I mean it was a, gr- a race in, yes. and that's great. Yeah. And uh you know, but uh but I don't know, it's crazy, it really is. This weekend, uh World of Outlaws is gonna continue in actually wrapping up their soggy California <laughs> swing. So hopefully They can get their races in along the way. Uh, Attica opens on Friday night.
0: Yeah, get some Ohio in there.
3: Exactly. And uh, Pennsylvania. Going to try to get their system up and running as well. We need to step away. When we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, one of our buds, Hall of Famer and uh, contributing writer for a columnist for Sprint Car and Midget Magazine. Brad Doty, he joins us next. No matter what
1: or where you race, Hefner Racing Products and HRP Wings has you covered. Built in the USA, HRP is the manufacturer of the original recessed rivet wing, including their premier shark wing series as well as the new Racer Series Sprint Car Wing. Hefner Racing Products Wings are available for sprint cars, mini and micro sprints, winged outlaw carts, and junior sprints. HRP is the leader in mule conversions, manufactures and sells a full line of sprint car components, including nerf bars and bumpers, front axles, precision laser-cut chassis building tabs, brackets, tubes, and spuds. HRP has the absolute largest selection of trailer and shop accessories available to sprint car racers. When it comes to setting up your trailer or shop, HRP is the choice for the best in trailer and shop storage and organization accessories. Hefner Racing Products. Visit them and shop online at hrpracing.com. Now back to the Wing Nation Weekend Podcast, presented by Hefner Racing Products.
3: Welcome back. We are having a great time. We are so glad you joined us here on MRN.com. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post and uh, Hefner Racing Products, of course, our friends. Make sure you check out their great line of stuff at www.hrp.com racing.com. One other thing we want to remind you of as well as we shuffle the paper, there we go. If you're looking for more power under the hood, start with a gas tank, uh, start at the gas tank with STP's Ultra 5-in-1 Fuel System Cleaner. STP inside every great machine. Let's go to the guest line. Joining us now, he is a 2001 Inductee in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, columnist for Sprint Car Midget Magazine and television analyst Brad Doty's on the line. Hello Brad, welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey thanks for having me on brad what's going on- rain what was uh how uh, you used to be out there slugging it up and down the country How frustrating is rain
2: oh it's horrible it's yeah. horrible especially especially when you're that far from home for a lot of these guys you know and and obviously the west coast guys they get to you know see family and stuff for a lot longer than or a lot more than they probably anticipated but <laughs> uh you know i see see at Twitter a lot of the a lot of them are having some fun, too, going skiing and doing different things. But that that gets old after a while, too. You're ready to get back in the race car and, and go racing and, more importantly, make some money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Brad, last week the uh, World of Outlaws announced they were going to go back and change history. And you acquired seven more World of Law <laughs> wins last week. Uh, tell us what, what your reaction to you was when you heard the announcement.
2: Well, you know, it's been a debate, as you know, Aaron, for a long time. And I've, I've written about it in my columns and tweeted about it. I think they've explained why pre- prelims didn't count at the beginning because it was confusing because there were a lot of multi-day, three-day events where it was split fields and 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 then really early on there were multiple Ward of Outlaws races in one day and on on some occasions. But um, yeah, I, obviously I ran about four and a half total years, maybe five, with the Outlaws and and uh, again, what's been documented. That greedy Steve Kinzer won like forty-seven, and and I won four uh, A mains in nineteen eighty-seven. So any that added to, to my list is a, is a big accomplishment. But it's kind of ironic. I, I knew I landed on eighteen, which is you know arguably the the, the car that most people remember. Man is the Coors Light eighteen. But then the, a friend of mine texted me and and uh, said I ended up twenty-eighth on the list, which was the Bowers Pole car that I got Rookie of the Year in. So you know I don't know. As I tweeted a numerology thing or what, but uh, just kind of ironic how those numbers ended
3: up. That is. That's fascinating with the numbers with the 18 and with the 28. Uh, We talked a little bit about the rain and the world of outlaws. Uh, Brad, when they are racing, it's been interesting because we've had shots win. That's not a shocker. That's normal. (laughs) In fact, if he didn't win, that'd be the shocker. But we've had three first-time winners. Now, Sheldon's got his first and second. But uh, Aaron Reitzel and then Corey Eliasen—I don't know—that's fascinating to me that we're seven races deep with three first-time winners. Yeah, I mean
2: it—you know—just shows how equal uh, the field has been, and and uh, you know the young talent that I mean Aaron Reitzel. We've you know uh, he blasted on the scene a few years ago at the at the Winter Heat deal <laughs> and and uh, got a lot of attention and showed his talent so. No surprise there, and Corey Leisman's been fast on the on the West Coast. And as he's pointed out, I think it's kind of neat that Dennis Ross has put a West Coast driver in in that famous car, and and then he's doing so well. I think that's really great. But back, I uh, just real quick back to the list, Aaron. Like I said. Uh, uh, I think I replied to you on Twitter. I guess I didn't realize that was a preliminary. I always considered you a World of Outlaws winner anyway, but now it's official. So
0: well, thank that's you. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, that meant a lot for me. I, I only had one. There was no uh, adding to any previous like you. Know, so, um, yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, continuing talking about the World of Outlaws, they also announced this year that every race was going to be uh, on live-streamed on the Internet with Dirt Vision. I know we've talked a lot in the past about how important it is for television live broadcasts. Um, how important do you think... Think that is for the world of outlaws, and I also wanted to ask you do you still think they need TV even though they've got this live stream?
2: Well, I've got to be careful because I'm partial. I absolutely I think they need more TV because since I do the TV work for them, <laughs> it would give me more work. But I still think over the air or you know, the TV is still very important, whether it's live or even tape delayed. Um, because I harp on it every weekend. I, you know, I'm, I'm not that rule of an area that I can't get fast enough Internet to really do good live streaming. And, you know, there's a lot of Central America that I know can't get the live streaming. So I think TV's still relevant because you can put a satellite dish pretty much anywhere in the U.S. and still get TV. So I think TV is definitely uh, still important. The live streaming... I'm really mixed on that. Being a promoter, you mentioned all the things at the top there, Steve. That I did, and, and that, you know, promoters now is one of them. And as a promoter, you know, we get a little nervous at live streaming. And of course, Knoxville. Uh, again, I'm in the middle because when we did the live TV back in the day, man, it was so much fun for me to you know to be at Knoxville Nationals and live on TV, and how great that was. But I believe they felt it hurt their ticket sales and now me as a promoter, you know, live streaming all the events, um, you know, if the the weather would happen to be iffy, um, it's going to be interesting because I I will be looking at the numbers. Uh, One thing about live streaming, they can track the audience, you know, where they're they're buying and purchasing from and where they're located. So I want to definitely look at the numbers when it's over with to see uh, how many people within a couple hours range of the racetrack, uh, you know, we're watching online instead of coming to the event, especially if the weather's iffy. That, that's the concern that a lot of us promoters have.
3: I, I concur. The iffy weather is the one that really gets me, and uh, and, and we'll be able to see and, and, and see how that affects it along the way. Uh, Brad Doty joining us here on MRN's Wing Nation Weekend, presented by Hefter Racing Products. Brad, um, when I think about Ohio racing, um and in in and, and you're all family up there the Jacobs, the Dotys and the Hodenshields. Okay, you're all family, and so I know you're I know you're you're related here somehow. But how good is Sheldon in your opinion? Oh man, uh, I think I think what he's doing speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, he,
2: y- you know, he. Um, I think he's he's obviously very fast, but he's pretty smart for his age. Uh, seems to use his head. You know what? Uh, and I've told this story before, too. I, you know, he's taking some heat for crashing, tearing some stuff up. And every young driver that that's worth a darn usually goes through that. And I remember Doug Wolfgang saying, you know, every good driver goes through a crashing spell. And I said, well, I'm going to be great as many as I'm crashing, you know. <laughs> 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 so you, you, I think as a young driver... As the, as the old story goes, it's easier to, to to slow a driver down than it is to speed them up. And, and you want a driver that's a gasser that will take the risks and stand on the gas, and, and they're going to tear some equipment up. But the only way they're going to know where that line is is to overstep that line and, and bust their butt a few times and tear up some race cars, and that's where you learn where that line is to try to go to it but not go over it. So I think you've done a tremendous job. Um, you know, and, and boy, what a, you know, I'm sure there was a little pressure stepping into that deal and it, to come out of the trailer the way they have and be as fast as they are has to have taken some pressure off. But then again, you know, you, you, you win like that right away. And then, as you know, Aaron, it's kind of like, okay, now I've got to back that up every week. You know, if we, yeah. if we don't, it looks like we're faltering or, or something's happening. So, um, but I think you're doing a great job.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree, Brad. Speaking of young drivers, who else do you have your eye on this year, or, or maybe even a veteran? Who are you looking at this year for maybe a a breakout season, or or just a season they haven't had in years?
2: Oh, god, that's um, <laughs> yeah, loaded up, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the gravel. I mean, a, a little bit of surprise that you know, as good as they went last year, that um, you know. They're not. I don't want to say they're struggling, but um, there's some guys that uh, that have their work cut out for them. It looks like you know there's a lot of competition this year, but um, you know there's some good young drivers uh, all around the country that that you know if they get the opportunity um, are going to be fast. Boy, I can't. I guess I can't think right offhand of of anyone that. Uh, really jumps out i mean the season once the season gets rolling i you know especially around the midwest here i could probably answer that question a little better
3: yeah it is tough because we've had such a herky-jerky start to yeah. the season it's like nobody's got a yeah. chance to race all that much they really haven't yeah it's been yep. been it's been it's been march yeah that's for sure hey <laughs> yeah hey brad uh, before we cut you loose here let's let's put that promoter's hat on the brad doty classic when where and how can people get involved well,
2: it's an at Attica Raceway Park, uh, July 10th with the range. And they can go to bluesprint.com, uh, World of Outlaws' website for ticket information, and everything's on there, or atticaracewaypark.com, uh for information. And, um, you know, at, at, boy, we, we've we got, uh, got some new sponsors, and we're just getting ready to start press releases. been working on those this morning, and, I mean, here we are, quite a ways away, but we've been working really hard uh, for weeks now butting up some sponsors and getting ready to put out press releases. So it's an ongoing thing, and uh, really looking forward to it.
3: Lots of excitement, that's for sure. Brad, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy talking to you guys. There we go. That is Brad Doty, again, Sprint Car Midget Magazine, promoter of the Brad Doty Classic, television analyst, and class of 2001, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Always great to talk to Brad and it get is. his perspective. It is.
0: I love following him on social media too. He always is uh he's just very active and passionate about sprint car racing, so he's always posting neat things.
3: Always is good, that's for sure. He mentioned Attica Raceway Park, and that is one of the tracks that kicks off this weekend. Mm-hmm. So let's hope. Let's yeah. hope that that's we're in good shape for Attica Friday night racing. Man, they do it right up there. Yes, they do. That is great stuff, it really is. World of Outlaw Craftsman Sprints, Friday at Ocean Speedway, Watsonville, California. Saturday in Bakersfield, and that will wrap up the California Tour. Other weekly 410 racing, Williams Grove on Friday night. Saturday, the Pennsylvania Double, Lincoln, and uh, Port Royal. I don't think it's the Double as far as doing both, but both of those tracks are set to go. How about this one, Aaron? I, I ran into this. My buddy TJ Slideways does the calendar. Yep. Okay, and I'm always on there poking around trying to find something. And listen to this. Moberly, Missouri, Randolph County Raceway on Sunday. A 410 sprint car race paying 5000 to win. Okay. It's the first of five 410 shows this year. Another track. That's great. In the Midwest, jumping in.
0: Yeah. And the, to know that they can pull enough cars, yeah. they feel confident. That's great. Great I, news.
3: I love it. I really do. So, and those of you in the Missouri area, go out and support that racetrack that's supporting sprint car racing along the way. Uh, one series that's had no problem with rain this year. We'll see what continues on. <laughs> P. Walton and USCS Saturday night. They're at North Alabama Speedway. And, uh, tuxcumbia alabama wow easy for me to say <laughs> and uh, top gun sprints are at volusia down at volusia speedway park so there you have it and Aaron, fingers crossed for some yes, yes. sunshine and blue skies
0: please mother nature work with us
3: i know as as uh as new england is getting, getting hammered blasted. again with another nor'easter exactly crazy crazy stuff that is for sure hey saturday paul mcmahon joins us on mrn's wing nation presented by sage fruit Always good to talk to Paul McBride. Yeah, Paul's a great guy. Absolutely. Hey, we appreciate our friends at Hefner Racing Products for joining us. More important than all of that, thank you for joining us here today. This has been the Wing Nation Weekend Podcast, brought to you by
1: Hefner Racing Products. The Wing Nation Weekend Podcast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes.